This is our podcast song. It isn't very long. <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh my God. We have to play it twice because it's our season finale. <laughs> Oh my god, that was a great like one and a half intro there, Sarah. <laughs> thanks, thanks. Oh so thanks everybody for tuning into Laughing with Gingers. <laughs> uh Laughing with Gingers is the podcast where two feisty redheads with loud laugh share crazy stories, play games, and spread silliness and joy. And that adorable, silly little lady over there is my partner in crime, Christina Curry, the one and only. Woo! <laughs> and that is <laughs> Sarah Alipin. She washed her hair, guys, a.k.a. Prankster Monk, my co-host on Laughing with Gingers. <laughs> it looks really good. <laughs> <laughs> Before we started recording, um, both Liz, our producer, and Christina complimented my hair. And I was like, I washed it. And Christina said, I think we compliment her every time she washes her hair. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm thinking, maybe I maybe I should wash my hair more, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> more than once a week. <laughs> we talked about that on our live. I don't know if anyone caught our live. We talked about how many times, like how many days do we stretch it before we wash our hair again? Yeah, I try to go a full week, sometimes mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. I usually don't remember the last time I washed my hair between hair washings. <laughs> uh, that was me when I had long hair. Now I can't do that. Really? Yeah, because I can't just like put it in a bun. Oh, yeah. Mine doesn't need to go in a bun. It just looks the same. Oh, man. It starts well, getting flatter and flatter because I don't do anything to make it look good after I wash it. Mm-hmm. See, that's when I don't – like when it's too straight, I'm like, okay, I got to wash it to get that curl back in. Yeah, sometimes I just wet it. <laughs> hmm Mm-hmm. Wetting it sometimes doesn't work for me. <laughs> I just look like a frizzy, like, witch in a cartoon. <laughs> you know? Or like someone – like a cartoon that stuck their finger in the socket. That's how my hair starts to look. <laughs> it's not a Meanwhile, good look. I'm just, I'm just like pig pad over here with my <laughs> stink glides. <laughs> Oh God! All right. Well, you wanna? Should we say what our uh, our episode is today? I mean, we can. Should we discuss it before we say it? Um. I mean, we can't. I have a story, but I don't know if it really makes. It's a little out of context if we don't say the title. (laughs) I mean, I I was. I was suggesting that as a joke. <laughs> I mean, I can't tell my story. <laughs> it's going to be weird. Buckle up, kids. <laughs> I Okay, it has to do with my armpits and my BO, like always. Oh, my God. I ran out of deodorant like a week ago, and I'm like, oh, I, I'm, I 
I don't have any plans to go to the store. So I was like, whatever, it's COVID. No one's around. I'm just going to like go without. And the next day, I could barely handle my own smells like peeling paint. It was terrible. <laughs> and I was like, this isn't good. And I almost broke down to run to the store just to get some deodorant. And I'm like, you know what? No, I'm just going to like shower and whatever. And the next day I'm like, oh, you know what? I don't stink as much. And I'm like, maybe that was a fluke. Maybe it was colder than like the day before. And then the following day I did the same thing. Didn't wear it, showered, whatever. I think my armpits are adverse to deodorant because they are loving it. I am like deodorant free. They're not really stinking. They're like hippity hoppity jumping around. It's, it's good. I'm sans deodorant now. I'm like a wild hippie in the, in the forest (laughs) (laughs) running around free of toxins and deodorant. I'm going to start brushing my teeth with like uh, baking soda. Just y'all wait. <laughs> well, when so you anyway, can you tell the title? You... Huh? Oh, when you quit deodorant, you actually smell worse for a little while, for a couple of weeks, until your body catches up. Same thing with washing your hair, right? The the oils mm-hmm. are overproducing. It takes a little while, so you gotta you gotta go through that funk cycle, <laughs> and then. Come on the other side. <laughs> That's what I did. I went through my funk cycle, you guys. And now I'm on the I'm on like the bright, shiny, good side of it. I don't know if I'm gonna I, go back to deodorant. Or alternatively, Christina has lost her sense of smell <laughs> from her own stink. <laughs> Is I am anyone there to <laughs> Is anyone there to smell check you? Uh, no, it's it's a pandemic, Sarah. <laughs> no one's around. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe when I emerge into the world, like like fully vaccinated and frolicking with other people in real life, someone's gonna tell me you stink, Christina. You should wear deodorant. <laughs> Oh, oh God. It's like you, when you don't put a mask on or you don't wash your – you don't brush your teeth and then you put a mask on. You don't realize the stench. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now say the title so it makes sense of why I told this story. I think it makes sense why you told that story anyway. You talk about your armpits constantly, but <laughs> – the episode title is Stranger Things Have Happened. <laughs> uh, I honestly feel like I might not talk about my armpits as much now that I'm like deodorant free. <laughs> Are you going to give up shaving them? Uh, I haven't gone that far yet. I, I, I just, I, no, no, no. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> I haven't gone there yet. I've I've thought about it and dabbled in that idea, but I haven't quite made the leap. Hmm. Well, keep me in the loop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got I'm it. I'm sure the listeners will want to know how your armpits are doing. I'll give you guys an update on our season premiere or our episode premiere on our season three. Which, hello, we're going to have a season three. Isn't that I exciting? know. 
We are almost at season three. Can you believe it? No. And we're not even a year into this adventure. <laughs> um, I think Liz just got my joke. Because I said, can ooh, like can remember the canoe pun? Oh god. <laughs> canoe believe. <laughs> can new believe it. <laughs> oh, she yeah. looks like she was laughing at me. <laughs> She says no. She didn't get it. It went over my head too. I'm glad you explained that. (laughs) Maybe we should do another pun episode on season three, episode one. I mean, I'm always down for puns. You know. Mm -hmm. You know it. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking of body odor, one of the things I have for today (laughs) for my stranger things have happened is – Well, I came with news articles, strange news. Okay. Man allegedly choked, headbutted girlfriend after she complained about his horrible fart. (laughs) (laughs) That's a very extreme reaction. (laughs) And then the subtitle is that this dude... Allegedly flew off the handle after his girlfriend called him out for <laughs> his flatulence. Such a funny word. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to hear this story? Uh, yes. Is this a choose your own adventure episode? <laughs> I guess it's an either hear the story or don't. <laughs> I mean, the title kind of sums it up, but are there any details that we need to know about? Um, also, he needs to chill out. <laughs> he really He really needs some needs. chill pause. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that is an extreme reaction. <laughs> yeah, it was shortly after 2 p.m., so um, I guess <laughs> – um, I guess she said it smelled like a potent methane bomb, and she objected to the unpleasant smell. <laughs> and he became enraged. He looks very angry. Oh, my. Who knows what a, a methane cloud smells like to someone who, like, beats up their girlfriend for saying their fart smells like that? <laughs> I don't know. I guess she said she could barely breathe. Oh my god. Um yeah. So there's that. I guess maybe don't make fun of people's body odor. Or like yeah. Or just don't be a dick and beat, beat people up. up when they complain about it. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's the better don't do lesson here. <laughs> yeah, that that seems better in retrospect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the lesson, guys. Don't like beat people <laughs> up, period. Just don't do it. And maybe think about what you're eating if your fart smells like a methane cloud. Yeah, maybe do a detox for a week. <laughs> oh god, that might smell really <laughs> oh no. Eat some Haribo gummy bears. 
<laughs> You'll be shitting out what you ate a wedding 10 years ago or whatever she said. <laughs> oh, my God. I cannot think of that those gummy bears without like going into giggles like hardcore giggles (laughs) i know i know i'm the same and i'm like how are they even being sold right now (laughs) who buys them like who can eat them and how do you know you can eat them for sure before you try there's one way to find out sarah (laughs) just start (laughs) it's a gamble it's a 50 50 percent chance gamble (laughs) <laughs> Poor roofers. Oh my god. <laughs> I am oh not god. taking on that challenge. Oh god. <laughs> Sarah's fanning herself. We we have got to get a fan on our merch. <laughs> oh, one of those like little fans or like this kind of fan. Like, no, no, like a fan that you wave yourself, like a manual fan. Oh, like a oh. Oh, dear me. <laughs> you <laughs> fan yourself of. all the time. You need to be fanning with a Laughing with Ginger's fan. We may need tissues too. For yeah. For our gin- all our gingeries. <laughs> <laughs> so for uh, today, I have strange things that make our brains like twitch. My Does that brain make sense? Twitches? Like make your brain like go like. Twitch, like, dirt, dirt. I can't even, you know, like, all right, let me just like tell you this concussion? story. You'll, you'll get it. No, 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 no. Let me just drop this, drop this little brain twitch on you and then you'll understand. Do you ever walk into a room with some purpose in mind to get something maybe and only to actually when you walk through the door, you completely forgot why you were heading into that room in the first place? Yep. Turns out doors themselves are to blame for these strange memory lapses. (laughs) Psychologists at the University of Notre Dame have discovered that passing through a doorway triggers what's known as an event boundary in the mind, separating one set of thoughts and memories from the next set of thoughts and memories, just as exiting through a doorway signals the end of a scene in a movie. Your brain flies away the thoughts you had in the previous room and prepares a blank slate for the new location. Mental event boundaries usually help us organize our thoughts and memories as we move through the continuous of and dynamic world. But when you're trying to actually remember that thing that you walked into that room for, it's really annoying. <laughs> okay. Whenever that happens to me, I have to go back to where I was standing to remember. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's why it's like an event boundary. You're heading back into the room where you had that memory so you can capture it again, like get it back in order to head back into the other room. That's Isn't that so, crazy? Yeah, that is crazy. So I had a yoga instructor who would write on the whiteboard, you know, in the studio, they write whiteboards like find your center or heart chakra, whatever, you know. So he would write, set your intention like before you walk through the door and step with your right foot. So he would make you pause at the doorway, set your intention before you even walked into the room. And then, then with that intention in mind, you step your right foot into the room and carry that intention with you into the, into the room. 
Interesting. Yeah, it was a really cool exercise. I liked that yoga instructor. Um, I have always had this thing where I can't do anything in the bedroom that is not related to like, you know, things like you would naturally do in the bedroom. So I can't like do homework in bed or I can't work from bed or, um, you know, any of that stuff. And Interesting. Um, otherwise I have like, I have like crappier sleep. Whoa. Oh my God. I do like everything in my, I love like bed picnics. <laughs> I eat in my bed. <laughs> I'll work in my bed sometimes. I even, I think I Margot Liz the other day and I was like, it might look like I'm just laying in bed, but I've actually been working all morning. I just had all the lights out and just like popped up in bed and started working. <laughs> yeah, I can't the do worst that. At or, it. I just like, and I have, I actually have people that have worked with me in the past who have done that. And I'm like, you need to, and they're like, I'm not sleeping well. And I'm like, stop working in bed. Oh, I sleep real good. I am like out like a light. Nothing wakes me up. (laughs) Well, aren't you just a little unicorn? (laughs) Oh, I poop rainbows. That's good because otherwise, you know, you could be farting methane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm the opposite of farting methane. <laughs> it's just glitter. <laughs> I fart glitter. Poof. Glitter tossed. <laughs> that would be really unfortunate if your pants were slightly see-through and there was a lot of direct sunlight on your butt. <laughs> God. Or like if you're wearing shorts and you fart out glitter, it's just gonna like <laughs> trickle out of your legs. Or a skirt. Like what are you <laughs> just like <laughs> All I picture is like a short skirt and someone farts and the skirt lifts up a little and then glitter everywhere. <laughs> Like a poof. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious! Oh god, uh, someone needs to make that a thing. Oh no! Uh, like glitter bombs everywhere in the whole oh world. Glitter bombs all over the place. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Well, that was weird. Um, do you have another article for us, Sarah? I do. Um, uh, somebody stole an entire Ohio roller coaster in broad daylight. How? Tell us. <laughs> what? <laughs> Someone went off the rails and took this Union County Fairgrounds child ride for a joy ride. <laughs> I like that you that off the rails. That was not me. That's actually the article. <laughs> I'm impressed by whoever wrote this. Uh might need to start a fan club for this person. Ooh. I don't see. Oh, Gina Tron. Gina, if you're listening, you have fans. Good job, Uh, Gina. As unbelievable as it may sound, someone took an entire roller coaster for a joyride in Ohio, and investigators are trying to figure out who did it so they (laughs) can return the ride back to the fairgrounds it was yanked from. 
the Go Gator Carnival Roller Coaster, a coaster sitting on a purple and green trailer with an alligator train with alligator train cars, was apparently yanked from. She's really hitting these uh, these puns. descriptive words and puns um, from the fairgrounds, and. Uh, Someone in a white pickup attached their vehicle to the kid's ride and just drove off with it in broad daylight. The culprit was spotted by a traffic cam with a uh, with the coaster attached to their truck and <laughs> has like their license plate and everything. It's a car registered in Maine. Um, the why would someone go off the rails for a ride like this? You may be wondering. <laughs> I was. The 20 foot long ride is 35 years old and it's worth about $35,000. However, it's worth more money than, uh, more than money to people in the area. It has sentimental value to the residents in Marysville who have ridden the Gator train year, uh, cars for years. This is my father's ride, one user wrote in the comment section on the Sheriff's Department announcement. It's been in our family for around 35 years and has great sentimental value. Why was that quote even included? It's still missing. (laughs) Ah, That is like the weirdest. It's that strange. You're right. That's very (laughs) strange. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's that's a weird one. That is a really weird one. Um Okay, Sarah, since you, you liked one? Gina Tron's writing so much, apparently she if it's the same girl, she writes writes for the Washington Post, uh Vice, uh Fighting Network, uh Westworld, Bullet, and Lady Gun. She's kind of is <gasps> popular. <laughs> By the way, if it's the same girl, which it sounds wow. like it, Gina Tron, you said right. I guess <laughs> you she, might want to follow her. <laughs> yeah, I guess she has more fans than just me. She doesn't really need me. <laughs> she's got a lot of them out there. I think she's doing good for herself, Sarah. <laughs> Laughing with Ginger doing, doesn't need to pick her up. She's doing just fine for herself out there. Good job, good job, Gina. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, do you want to talk about photographs? Sure. I'd love to talk about photographs. So our brain didn't really it, – it's it's having a struggle to actually evolve with photographs. So like your grandmother learning to use the internet but never really developing that intuitive feeling, we consciously – get photographs, but our subconscious brains can't quite separate them from the objects or people in the pictures. So case in point, studies show that people are much less accurate when throwing darts at pictures of JFK babies or people they like when they're throwing darts at Hitler or their their worst enemy. So they are, they actually hit Hitler or their worst enemy more often than they hit JFK babies or people they like. So subconsciously, they're avoiding the people they like. So another study found that people start to sweat profusely when asked to cut up photographs of their cherished childhood possessions. Lacking millions of years of practice, our brains actually fail when it comes to separating appearance 
from reality. Yeah. Interesting. I know. I'm going to have to try throwing things. I think I, I guess I need to practice throwing things at pictures of people I do and don't like and see what happens. Yeah. Put a picture of Clue up and then put a picture of Hitler up and see how many times you hit (laughs) Clue and Hitler. I have a problem though with like if I throw a ball or something to Clue or to Philippe, I accidentally hit them in the face. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder what that means. (laughs) Oh, should we take a break? Is it time to take a break? I think it is. Um, So, well, let, let me just let me tease out my next article title, then we'll take a break and then we'll come right back in on laughing with gingers. Um, so, Florida woman allegedly stuffed multiple mailboxes with disgusting horn filled Easter eggs. And we will be right back. <laughs> And we are back on Laughing with Gingers. You are hanging out with Sarah Alipin. That's me. Christina Curry, my beautiful co-host over there. That's me. (laughs) And our producer, Liz, who is just delightful and uh, really, really laughs at us and makes me feel good while we're recording. Are you ready to dive into this article? I am. (laughs) As a reminder, woman allegedly allegedly is very important to recognize, as our fan Jean Humbrecht of Humbrecht Law would like, you know, to remind us, I'm sure, um, <laughs> stuffed multiple mailboxes with disgusting porn-filled Easter eggs. Um and just so you are aware, this was around Easter. Um, so it was April 6th of this year. A family received an unwelcome Easter surprise in the mailbox of their Florida home. <laughs> Earlier that day, her brother-in-law discovered a toy Easter eggs in the family's mailbox, but what they found inside the plastic orange shell shocked them. The last thing I expected to see was opening an Easter egg or when opening an Easter egg would be pornographic photos. <laughs> it was just random and weird. <laughs> inside, inside the egg, the family found a Skittles candy drink, goldfish crackers, a square of toilet paper. How big is a- this egg? <laughs> I was just wondering <laughs> I was like picturing a normal egg size, but like all of that is not fitting in one little tiny egg. Why is there a square of toilet paper? Weird. (laughs) A tiny scroll of religious writings. What? (laughs) It's even better than the title. All alongside images of a naked woman and two men having sex. Oh my god. (laughs) Beneath the 
stranger things than this have happened. (laughs) (laughs) Beneath the graphic images (laughs) was an artistic rendering (laughs) of what was happening. I think that's a yes. No, that's a no. An artistic rendering of what? (laughs) Breathe. (laughs) An artistic rendering of a Roman soldier during Jesus' crucifixion. (laughs) I could never have guessed that. Never in a lifetime would have guessed that. weird is that it that's it no there's more contents god this is a big egg (laughs) it was horrifying group sex stuff the pregnant mother explained they put this in a pregnant woman's mailbox oh my Uh you don't even need to say pregnant woman. You can say in a mailbox. <laughs> and it's weird. <laughs> it was disgusting. Our concern is that we have five children under the age of 10 that check the mail daily. Oh, my God. They're going to have six children. That's a lot of children. <laughs> That's a lot of children. Um, so, <laughs> they, yeah, that's big. <laughs> Did they catch they the were, uh, perpetrator? Uh, yes. Whoa. So it is a 43-year-old woman um, was the alleged messenger of the pornographic Easter eggs. <laughs> she was arrested shortly afterward and charged with 11 counts of distributing. Oh, my God. There are pictures of this. 11 counts of distributing obscene materials. <laughs> did they give her, like, did she give a motive? It's oh, God, there's more. There's more. so weird. So she admitted to delivering the pornographic eggs and religious pamphlets. I'm not really sure why those have to be one thing. And it is not a big egg. It is a normal-sized egg. <laughs> Was everything just super miniature? (laughs) I don't get it. Oh, my God. We need to put a picture on our Instagram. I'll send Liz the picture so she can do that. Um, So she admitted to delivering the pornographic eggs and religious pamphlets and went on a homophobic rant about quantum and magnetic fields sexually transmitted diseases and the Bible before deputies arrested her. And luckily that's all on body cam footage in case anyone really wants to ruin their own day. Um, (laughs) I'm not going to give her uh, the, I'm not going to read the rest of it because she doesn't deserve to have it be read the rest. (laughs) She basically tried really hard to prove she's not the best role model. (laughs) Ah. <laughs> Don't do what she did, kids. <laughs> In my career, I I don't think I've seen anything quite this bizarre. 
<laughs> the sheriff said. <laughs> she had a very unusual way to get her message out. <laughs> I mean, mailers is a marketing tactic. <laughs> And she must have done it to multiple people because it said that it was an orange egg when they interviewed these people, but the picture is a green egg. Well, if and that's also 11 it, accounts, I would think that's 11 people. Yeah. Um, and then it actually looks like it's a single ply tissue that comes out of one of those tissue packs, mm. not a toilet paper square. Mm. But it could have just been folded like that. Maybe she's an origami, a toilet paper or origami artist. So weird. Oh, all she can do is squares. <laughs> I'm an origami artist, but I only do squares. <laughs> With toilet paper. With toilet paper. Still weird. Still really weird. There is nothing that's not weird about this story. No. That is so bizarre. How did she dream up this idea? Who came up with that? Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Well, uh, do y'all ever feel that phantom phone vibration in your pocket or your purse and you go to like look at your phone or I do it with my, my iWatch and it's like lifeless and it really didn't like vibrate? Uh, Yes. Okay. If, like most people, you occasionally experience those phantom vibrations, it turns out it's because your brain is jumping to wrong conclusions in an attempt to make sense of the chaos that is your life. (laughs) Brains are bombarded with sensory data. They must filter out all the useless noise and pick up on all the important signals. So in prehistoric times, we would have consistently misinterpreted curvy sticks in the corner of our vision for snakes. Today, most of us are technocentric. And so our brains misinterpret everything from the rustle of clothing to the growling of the stomach jumping to the conclusion that we're getting a call or a text and actually causing us to hallucinate a full-on phone vibration. Blowing my mind. So it's not you. It's our brain. (laughs) (laughs) It's not you. It's just you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um. That's amazing. I also smallucinate things. So you're going to have to look up what that means at some point. Oh my goodness. Smallucin- Do you ever like smell, think you smell something and you yeah. don't actually? I'm like, oh, is that popcorn? Is someone cooking popcorn? And now everyone's like, I don't smell that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's I not, do that. And it's not about people farting. <laughs> Sometimes. Do I smell B.O.? What is that? Does anyone smell that? Oh, it's me. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Um, That's fabulous. Uh, Are you ready for – to hear my story about why why grammar and spelling are very important? Yeah, I do want to hear that because I agree with that comment. They are important. (laughs) They are. Man who tried to fake 
death to avoid sentencing was caught by typo, prosecutor says. Uh, can I guess what this story is? Sure. Um, okay, he did some weird random posts on social media and did a weird typo, and that's how they found him. <laughs> no, he created a fake death certificate that claimed he died of suicide after pleading guilty to multiple offenses. <laughs> Damn, that was not on my radar. <laughs> I could have sworn it was some social media thing. <laughs> I mean, that would have made total sense and that probably one would come with a lighter sentence than faking a federal death certificate i would or state whatever the de- that's a legal document right yeah that's true you're right mm-hmm. um but we did do that episode on people who got caught stupid criminals with social media so <laughs> yeah yeah there that was back some, in season one some dumb criminals Including this dude. A New York man tried to fake his own death to avoid sentencing for two felonies, but the ruse was unraveled by a typo, according to prosecutors. (laughs) Um, So, apparently, um, yeah, he faked his death certificate before being sentenced uh, for two unrelated felonies. Uh, authorities grew suspicious after they noticed the word registry was misspelled on the death certificate. It said R-E-G-S-I-T-R-Y. Mm. A little bit of dyslexic stuff going on there. Mm-hmm. Typos and formatting errors gave up what we um, allege is a forged death certificate that the defendant used to avoid accountability for other crimes. Submitting fake documents to prosecutors is always a bad idea. And <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, and while he'd been, he had been caught regardless, failure to use spell check made this alleged fraud especially glaring. Um, he had been awaiting sentencing after agreeing to plead guilty in December 2018 of possession of stolen property in the fourth degree after he stole Alexis. I did not even know that there were degrees of stolen property uh, possession to be charged with. So learn something new every day. Um, he also pled guilty in the June 2019 for attempted grand larceny in the third degree after authorities said he tried to steal a pickup truck. Okay, I, I'm not sure I understand why those are different, but I'm sure someone will tell us. Maybe Jean will tell us. Jean Humbrecht, our attorney uh, friend. <laughs> yeah, because... I, like, is it different if the car is different? <laughs> <laughs> Does or it if, matter if it's a, an American car versus a Lexus? I, is a Lexus an American car? I don't think so. I don't know. I am not a car person. But, like, what if you stole a scooter versus a Hyundai? <laughs> <laughs> is it, like, I less... Feel like 
important. <laughs> or what if it was a geo? Remember geos? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think scooter above geo in uh, mm-hmm. priority. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or like the year of the car. <laughs> Lexus Lexus is a luxury vehicle division of the Japanese automaker Toyota. Oh, so it's Japanese. Interesting. Yeah, through Toyota. Interesting. Oh. I'm not a car person. Not at all American. <laughs> there you go. Not American. Thanks, Liz. Um, in case you're wondering what bail would be set at if you were accused of said crimes, um, it was one dollar. What? <laughs> is it because it was a third degree? Like what? I've never no, heard is, of a dollar bail. This is for the the third thing, the forging his death certificate. He it's a dollar, but he's oh. already remanded for the older cases. That's why are you even doing a bail then for a dollar? I don't know. It seems kind of pointless. And maybe insulting, like getting when people leave you pennies when you're a waitress or yeah. when I was a waitress and someone left me pennies. Oh, I can't imagine anyone leaving you pennies, Sarah. She thought I was hitting on her boyfriend. It's just because you're nice. It was just me being nice. Yeah, but- I get that. But sometimes insecure people take it as something else. Yeah. I mean – it's okay. <laughs> yeah. I was like 18 at the time. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like half my life ago. <laughs> <laughs> We've moved on. <laughs> Here's my problem with like faking your own death like that is you've got to think through this and know the repercussions are going to happen further down on the road. Like, what if you need to go rent an apartment or get a credit card or open a bank account? They're going to be like, no, I'm sorry, sir. You're dead. We can't do any of that stuff for you. (laughs) Yeah. He can't like be resurrected. Did he maybe, I don't know. What's your end? To what end here, sir? Mm-hmm, to what end? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like you, it's this is a residual <laughs> effect. Besides getting out of your two offenses, this is going to keep coming up as an issue in your life. <laughs> yeah, and it's going to be mm. more annoying to deal with that than it will be to deal with like your two cars you stole. And my this is opinion. this is nowadays. This isn't like you know when. Now I'm about to quote some weird, obscure reference that <laughs> from what Bob this isn't like, No, <laughs> I'm taking it the other the other turn that I take, which is weird knowledge about things that people have done in their past lives. Um, John List, who was a family annihilator and just decided to restart his life with a new family in a new city in like the 80s. Um, but in the eighties, I feel like it would be a lot easier to like, you know, my, my mom still had a handwritten license when I was born. Mm, Yeah. Way easier to do that. You can't pull that off in this digital world now. 
Yeah, it's much more difficult. I mean, there are just a lot of, you really have to think through a lot of pieces that you might have been able to get away with doing when it was analog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Pro tip out there for all of, all of the criminals listening. I guess. Pay attention to the details, you guys. Come on. Oh, by the way, Sarah's wearing one of our Laughing with Ginger swag shirt. I'm on airport time. Ah, she's shaking her boobs at us. <laughs> this is something oh, I hope we hold on to after the pandemic, but you know, airport time, you start drinking at 10 a.m. It's okay. <laughs> Nobody's there to judge you. We're here for it. You know, it, we're all in our own time zone when we come into the airport and mm-hmm. nobody's there to judge you. So we're on airport time. Yep. Pandemic time is, uh, you know, nobody's there to judge you. <laughs> if you decide you want to crack a beer at, you know, Three in the afternoon or mm-hmm. nine thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no judgment. Listen, Zoom and COVID has like dissolved borders and dissolved time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're all international now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is five o'clock all day, hour day. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. I've got one about sneezing. Bright lights make one person in four sneeze. So one in four people actually sneeze because of bright lights. I'm actually not one of them. Are they allergic to sunbeams? Doubtful. It's called the photic sneeze reflex. And it's a little under, it's like very little understood about what is happening and why there's a mental mix-up of staring at a light and sneezing. Generally, sneezing happens involuntarily when there's an irritant that enters the nose. Another automatic reaction when we often experience is the pupillary light reflex, wherein our pupils shrink when stimulated by bright light. All reflexes require that a message gets sent along complex neuropathways in the brain. It's conceivable that mixed messages could cause unintended results. Cross the sneeze reflex with the pupillary light reflex, and you might get both responses to the stimulus of a bright light. Scientists can't fully explain this phenomenon, which is also known as, (laughs) buckle up, this is a long word, Uh, I mean a long five words. Okay, they call this, autosomal dominant compelling heliophthalmic outburst, or to abbreviate it, achoo syndrome. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, it's achoo. (laughs) Oh my God. I was just open mouth staring at you this entire time because there were so many things happening in my brain. First of all, the only people who are allergic to sunlight is redheads. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm sure there are actually people who are allergic to sunlight and we are not allergic to sunlight. <laughs> Just get burned in the shade. Okay, I, I do I do have to I do have to check. So Sarah, do you sneeze when the sun hits your eyes? No. Is that a thing? And you said you don't either, Christina, right? Right. So, no. Sean, 
this is like his thing. He steps out into the sun and he sneezes. It's like a thing that he has. And technically, 25% of people do this. Mm -hmm. And it's me, you, Christina, Sean. That's four people. One in four people because that does not happen to me. (laughs) And Sean has always thought that it was because he's blue-eyed. And I just looked it up and it's not, has nothing to do with your eye color. It's just 25% of people this happens to. Yeah, because Sarah has blue eyes. Yeah. 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 Did you know that, Sarah? (laughs) We, when I, I always thought everyone did this, but sometimes when I pee, like not every time, but a lot of times I shiver, like I get goosebumps. I get like a little shiver that runs through my body as I'm peeing. I have never heard of that. Yeah, and uh, Nora, my niece, does it. <laughs> that is hysterical. Yeah, so we were talking about it, me and Sean. We're like, how funny is it? Look at her. When she pees, she shivers. She, like, kind of does a little, not every time, but common, you know, often enough. And she doesn't do it as much now that she's getting older, but she used to do it all the time when she was younger. And Christina's like, yeah, I do that. And we're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so she got she got her eyesight and her shivering when she pees from Christina. <laughs> that is hysterical. Yeah. I didn't know it was a thing no one did. I thought everyone did it. Oh, it was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> you know what happens to me though that also happens to my dad? Like that made me think of it. Um when we choke on food or swallow something wrong. We immediately sneeze and then cough, or we'll cough a little and then sneeze. But every time my dad chokes, he sneezes too. And I do the same thing. My mom makes fun of him. And I started realizing, oh, I'm doing the same thing. <laughs> so I Wait, think how I- often are you choking in front of one another? <laughs> I mean, their family, like, we grew up, my mom, I we grew up with her, like, making fun of him that he would, like, seize when he chose. <laughs> Do you I think all I'm, not do your food well enough? <laughs> we're animals. We grew up in a farm. What is happening here? Are you just throwing your head back like ducks? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I think I have like some cross neuro pathways happening between my throat and my nose instead of my eye. And Sean got the eyes in his nose. Bodies are I, weird. <laughs> that is true. That is that is definitely true. So Sean has the Achu syndrome. <laughs> People like when I started when I was a teacher. I will let him know it has been diagnosed. <laughs> <laughs> He'll feel so good. He'll sleep tonight better knowing. <laughs> I certainly hope he is not sneezing right now. Sean, Christina's brother, and Liz's husband just had surgery on his poor little back. Yeah, yeah. He hopefully, yeah. No sneezing right now. Don't go outside, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Stay in bed. Draw those curtains. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. What were you saying, Sarah? Oh, I don't remember. (laughs) 
Did you walk through It'll a doorway? To- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just, you know, carrying around my mic, walking through all the doorways <laughs> in the house. Classic. <laughs> Typical Sarah behavior. I know. Flossing her teeth on Zoom calls. <laughs> Not kidding. That happened. Forgot I was on camera. Flossed my teeth. Oh, I mean, I didn't like floss, floss. Yeah. <laughs> to be clear, I wasn't like flossing at my computer and like getting like, you know, when you floss things like fly out. It was that I had something stuck in my back teeth and I was just trying to get it out. Yeah, <laughs> it sure, sure. Like flinging stuff at my computer. Because that's what I want to clarify. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. That's hey, what I want people to know. This is half your show, right. Sarah. So, are you ready? Mm hmm. Alleged meth addict is a dead ringer for Walter White. Sending internet into breaking bad joke frenzy. Oh, man. Okay, first of all, I haven't actually (laughs) seen that show. So I don't know if I'll get everything that you're going to be telling me. But I'm sure every listener out there has seen it. Well, most people probably have seen it. It is actually – I like it. I liked it. Um, But Walter White – cooks meth in the show. And this guy, um, apparently now there are memes and gifts all over (laughs) this guy's picture, his headshot, um, ever since the police posted his headshot on their Facebook group, which I guess is a thing people do. Um, But he looks identical. It's like, it's pretty, pretty impressive. Um, so I w- will post it on our, our Instagram feed. <laughs> but um, the comment section on their Facebook group um, is now filled with references to the show that most fans would certainly get, including, I would never turn into Heisenberg. Word on the street is that he is the one who knocks. And he's in the house with a pizza on the roof. And I don't remember any of those things, but. (laughs) I am pretty lost right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. I shouldn't have ended with this one. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) We should have ended at the Achoo syndrome. (laughs) (laughs) There was another article I found about a man who was inappropriately touching Olaf in uh, Target and had the police called on him. Oh, that's not cool, dude. Shut it down. I was kind of curious if it involved his carrot nose or what was the inappropriate touching. Uh, yeah. I Yeah, that's true. Okay. <laughs> That's weird. Unfortunately, I have never seen Frozen, but I think I may have just ruined it for Liz. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well, on that note, <laughs> thank you everyone for sticking with us and joining us 
on the season finale of season two, Laughing with Gingers. Whoop, whoop. Uh, we love doing this silly podcast that came out of COVID uh, fun times with Christina and me. Um, so thank you all for joining us today on Laughing with Gingers, where two feisty redheads who happen to be very, very loud laughers love to share crazy stories, play games, and spread silliness and joy. Follow us on Instagram at Laughing with Gingers, and we'll post a from today and, you know, other things. Yeah, and feel free to uh, shame Christina about her lack of Breaking Bad <laughs> interest. It just doesn't seem uh, like a show for me. <laughs> <laughs> or send us funny stories, episode ideas, um, or just general fun. Hell, we love a good meme. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and you can also support us on Patreon and get access to all kinds of goodies there, including, well, you can get merch right now in our link and Instagram. We have some awesome stuff. I'm super inclined to buy boxer briefs with my face and Sarah's face all over them for everyone in my family. (laughs) It was hard to not do that. Oh God. Don't take pictures of it for me. (laughs) I don't need to know where my face has been. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, And if you feel so inclined as to join us for a happy hour or any of those things, then we are putting some things into place for Laughing with Ginger's patrons next season. Ooh, so tune in to season three of Laughing with Gingers for more good times. Oh, yeah. Bye, everybody. Bye. Part of the Boundless Audio Podcast Network.